Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and Horror. In a short break from our exploration of the Land of the Myths, today we are going to cover the new domain of Hazlan and the Dark Lord Hazlik, as featured in the Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, and provide some commentary on the changes introduced for the 5th edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Before we get started, I would like to share a few other channels from colleagues who are also dedicated to explore the mists of Ravenloft, all of which have great content for Ravenloft dungeon masters and players alike. PHADD by Jason Bowers has excellent Ravenloft content, covering the domains of dread introduced in the 5th edition and delving deeply into its sources of inspiration and themes, with tips on how to best use this material and suggested adventures. My other friend, also named Jason, recently revamped his old channel Polyhedral Paradise to create the Raven Lore, with excellent videos about the Lands of the Mists. Also, although this channel has been inactive for some time, I recommend to you the excellent Ravenloft Travel Agent, which presents content in a format very similar to the Hour of the Raven and which has already explored several domains that have not yet been covered by our channel. I will leave links to some of these channels in the test description. Remember, it's dangerous to explore the mists alone, and the Ravenloft setting only benefits from more bards and arcanists to spread its secrets. Are you ready? So let's explore this new version of Hazlan and find out what new horrors are unveiled by the mists of 5th edition of Dungeons and Dragons. The New Hazlan is a Ravenloft domain that explores the themes of disaster horror and dark fantasy. Hazlan is a landscape ravaged by magical effects, where the abuse of magic in arcane experiments has brought destruction and chaos. The domain is one of the most fantasy-filled in Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, and features a land on the verge of a catastrophe and an apocalypse steaming from magical experiments. It is not possible to single out an only and direct inspiration for Hazlan's new domain which seems to drink directly from various sources of fantasy and the D&D universe. The original Hazlan was a domain of dread that reflected in many ways the tyranny of the magocracy of day, the red wizards from the Forgotten Realms setting. Some of that connection and inspiration remains, but the domain and its dark lords have been reimagined. The magical devastation caused by unscrupulous arcane experiments exploit the modern trope of environmental disaster and the horror trope of the unscrupulous pursuit of new scientific, or in this case arcane, breakthroughs and discoveries. Movies that show an apocalypse setting, like Mad Max, can be used as inspiration for this domain, as long as technology and science are replaced by magic and fantasy. Wizards replace scientists and magic is the radiation that destroys the wastelands. Wild, unbrilled magic turns this domain into a chaotic and dangerous place, 
and a rich material for dark fantasy, where vicious wizards are villains, supernatural and magical creatures are menaces, and the magic rapid environment itself poses a threat. As my friend Jason Bauer showed in his video about Hazlan on the PhD&D channel, one of the possible inspirations for this domain is the movie Return to Oz, where a land filled with magic is macabre and dangerous, with hostile environments, monsters and dangerous wizards. This inspiration from the wizarding world of Oz can even be seen in some adventure idea for the domain, where an iron golem asks adventurers for help to live a normal life. In the classic Ravenloft setting, Aslan had a more direct connection to the lands of Tay, and in many ways depicted the horrors of a slave-owning civilization, with the Rashemi being subjugated by the Mulan, and with the Red Wizards at the top of the social and governing pyramid. The study of magic was controlled by Hazlik, and only his apprentices were allowed to use this power. In the new domain of Hazlan, society is still portrayed with a great social abyss, but this abyss is no longer due to a slave-owning culture, or divided by ethnic groups, with the old and direct references to the realm of day being removed. The society is a magocracy, with mages who serve their absolute leader Hazlik, and that impose their power over a population of impoverished commoners who struggle for survival. Magic is unstable and chaotic in Hazeland, and its use can trigger wild effects. Whenever a spell is cast in this domain, there is a 1 in 10 chance that an unexpected chaotic effect will occur, which makes spellcasters fear it for their potential for chaos and destruction. In the classic setting, arcane horrors and bizarre experiments were an important part of the team, but they were largely confined to arcane strongholds and laboratories, like dark secrets that waited to be revealed. The domain now expands beyond the idea of arcane experiments and their consequence, to present a landscape ravaged by arcane energies, a domain on the verge of complete destruction. Like a good setting of a disaster and devastation, the arcane horrors can serve to amplify themes where humans' conflict can flourish. When the land itself is unstable and ravaged by arcane experiments, inhabitants may scramble for resources or have to venture into areas warped by bizarre arcane effects and monsters in search of a way to save their loved ones. The ruler of Hazlan is the tyrant mage Hazlik and his apprentices, who act without impunity in their experiments. His arcane symbol can be seen everywhere, a golden eye, which serves as his mark. Many believe that this symbol is a sign of the ruler's blessing, but it also serves as a mechanism for scrying his territory. This symbol appears on buildings, amulets, fabrics, and can be found easily. Magic users who use this symbol can avoid the effects of Hazlan's unstable and wild magic once per day, but such instruments also serve as a way of observation for the Dark Lord, who is able to sense magic and magical items that are used in their proximity. The domain of Hazlan 
also has new fantastic creatures added to its fauna. Gigantic purple worms plague these lands, and they can be a great menace, with the Dune universe or movies like Tremors used as inspiration for the barren lands of Haslan. Another creature introduced in Haslan are the Gramishkas. These monsters already existed in the classic setting, but belonged to the domain of Forlorn, the offspring of domestic animals that were transformed on the day of woe, when the entire population was transformed into goblins. Now, in Haslan, these beasts are wild and cunning creatures that feed on magical energies, plagues that breed and grow stronger when they are in the presence of arcane energies, perhaps inspired by the movie Gremlins. The new map of Haslan has some similarities to the classic map, but for the most part features new locations. All cities that previously appeared in the domain are also portrayed in the new domain of Haslan but suffered drastic changes. In the classic setting, the city of Ramulai had been recently built by Hazlik's magical powers. It harbored the Red Academy, the school where he taught his arcane apprentices, and the surrounding city existed only to support this mage academy. In the new domain of Hazlan, Ramulai is a city that grew up around mines where rare materials and components for spells are extracted. The city is full of alchemical refineries and laboratories, which dump their toxic contents into the river and the surrounding environment, causing diseases in the population and mutations in the fauna and flora. The city of Slivar, in the classic setting, was a city that served as a gateway to the domain, a center of commerce by merchant guilds and criminal organizations vied for power. In the current Hazlan, Sliva has become a base city for Hazlik's many mage apprentices, who build the arcane laboratories and fortresses in gravity-defying towers that float above the ground, accessible only by magical means. The city below is a labyrinth of alleys and its commoners sometimes disappear to become test subjects of arcane experiments. Toyalis, in the classic setting, was the main city of the domain and was built on the ruins of lost civilizations, guarding ancient secrets. The main city of the domain was the center of government and fate and housed the Iron Sanctuary, the Church of Bane, the Lawgiver which was yet another feature that linked the domain to the realm of Tei in Forgotten Realms. In the new Hazlan, the city of Toyalis is a poor town, built of wood and adobe next to a river in a canyon, where the population, devoid of magical gifts, struggle to survive by the fruits of their labor. Sometimes, however, Mages come to the region to recruit workers or to run tests and experiments on the population in search of test subjects or new apprentices. One location that has seen little change between the two versions of Hazlan is Veneficus, Hazlik's stronghold. This location is a luxurious palace surrounded by opulent gardens and filled with wards and magical constructs that serve as its guardians. 
The new map of Hazlan also features intriguingly named locations that explore the theme of a wasteland destroyed by magic. One such location is the Lacuna, a central area of Hazlan that is always shrouded in a low knee-deep fog. Those who enter this mist fall as if into a ravine, and few return from this fall through this mysterious mist. The lacuna seems to be steadily growing in size, posing a threat to the inhabitants of the domain. A few mages have tried to slow its growth with mystical rooms, while others have tried to devise means of exploring its depths. Other locations also portray dangers of magical devastation. Moonstone Valley is a cratered desert that is target of constant meteor showers and where aberrant creatures from other worlds sometimes roam. The Fleshless Forest is an area where all vegetation and fauna has been petrified and this state appears to be infectious. The Mound of the Worm and the Sinking Pliers are areas where gigantic purple worms hunt hungrily and a huge ancient albino worm known as Grave Drinker, seem to dominate and rule the region. This worm, whose body is studded with arcane symbols, was once under the command of Eleni, one of Hazlik's main apprentices, but recently broke free. The Dark Lord of New Hazlan is still Hazlik, but he undergoes a reinterpretation. Hazlik remains a powerful red wizard but his new iteration appears to have incorporated several elements that once belonged to the Dark Lord Azalin Rex of Darkon. Von Richten's Guide to Ravenloft does not list stats for Dark Lords, but states that Hazlix has the same stats as an Archmage. He is capable of great arcane feats and watches over the entire domain through the symbol of his arcane eye. He is able to sense the power of any mystical effect or magic item used in the vicinity of these symbols, and is able to spy through them. Additionally, the effects of Hazlan's wild magic do not affect him, and he never suffers adverse effects when he casts any spell. The new version of Hazlik is a self-centered and immortal wizard obsessed with seeking arcane knowledge at any cost. He believes himself to be an arcane genius who will become legendary when he discovers changing completely the art of magic, and for this reason he thinks he is above moral and ethical standards, not caring about the consequences of his actions. True refuses to publicly admit such a fact, and tries to deny it. He knows that Hazlan's destruction in this arcane devastation is his own fault and that he could soon render this place entirely uninhabitable. He hopes, however, to find a way to escape his prison of mist before all of Hazlan is destroyed by magic experiments. The torment of the dark powers that plague Hazlik has also been changed in part. In the classic setting, Hazlik had a deep hatred for his own people, the Mulan and the Red Wizards of Day. Yet still, his domain was a reflection of the society he despised. 
in order to maintain his power and position, he was obliged to perpetuate the society. He was constantly plagued by nightmares that reminded him of his failures and suffering, and he was always tired, exhausted and paranoid from sleep deprivation. The new Hazrik still has constant nightmares about his past, which prevent him from properly resting unless he uses heavy doses of herbs and arcane potions. However, his main curse was adapted from the curse of another Dark Lord from the classic setting, the mighty leech Azalin Rex, Dark Lord of Darkon. Azalin sacrificed everything for power and arcane knowledge, and even ordered the execution of his only son. When he became the Dark Lord of Darkon, he found that the dark powers had cursed him, and that he could no longer learn even the most basic arcane spells. The new Hazlik also has some similar elements in his story, with the sacrifice of his lover, and receives a curse identical to that of Azalin, being unable to learn new arcane spells. Other parallels can be drawn with Azalin, who had as his symbol an eye now the symbol of Hazlik. The new version of the character contrasts with the personality of the classic version of Hazlik, and abandons the desire for genocidal revenge against the Mulan, those who marked and humiliated him. Previously, Hazlik's torment was more intimate and was directly linked to the abuse he had experienced in the past and connected to the hypocrisy of his position as leader of Hazlan. To maintain his position of power and rulership, he was obliged to perpetuate the power of the hated Mulan. The appearance and age of these two versions of Hazlik is also quite different. The Hazlik of the classic setting had tattoos on his head, made by his enemies for his humiliation, and in the last publications of the setting, he was an elderly man of more than 80 years old. He planned to transit his soul treacherously into the body of his young apprentice Helene after a dark ritual that would massacre the entire Mulan race. The appearance of the new Hazlik is much younger, and his tattoos are now golden and less present on his head. The backstory of this new version of Hazlik is briefly explored in the new book and also undergoes major changes. Hazlik was a bright red wizard of day and rapidly rose to the ranks of power for his arcane deeds and discoveries. His success has attracted the attention of other arcane rivals, especially from Indraficus, an equally brilliant and powerful mage, that Hazlik was never able to overcome. The rivalry between them was growing, but the tension developed into an attraction, and they became passionate lovers. For a time, this relationship of rivalry and passion led both to discover great feats of magic, while having relative peace and quiet. It all came to an end when Hazlik discovered that in Drafikus, had gained the attention of the Zokirs of Tei, and in order to gain their favor, he planned to betray Hazlik. Hazlik, heartbroken, 
captured in traffickers and subjected him to a terrible arcane experiment, transforming his body into a living portal in eternal agony and pain. When the Zulkis came, they did not find in traffickers, and Hazlik proudly showed them what he had done to his rival, his new arcane achievement. The Zulkiris then revealed that Indraficus had never planned to betray him, and that this false information has been planted to separate the two and prevent their ascension as partners. Considering the portal he created an abomination, they condemned him to suffer the punishment chose by the many rivals he had defeated. To escape such punishments, he fled through the portal of Indraficus emerging into the demiplane of dread, into a nightmarish reality where he was tormented by the voice of his former lover. Hazlik escaped this reality, where his body now bore strange golden tattoos, which in the language of his homeland meant traitor. He emerged in a strange land, which did not know the power of magic, and using his magical powers, he ascended as its ruler, naming this land Hazlan. Hazlik found himself unable to learn new spells, a limitation that he hides at all costs. He searched for a way to escape from this prison of mist, in which he now found himself, but for that he needs the support of his apprentices. To continue his studies of magic and find a way to escape, Hazlik took on several apprentices, and became a harsh master. He uses humiliation and the exposure of his students as a teaching method, and encourages his pupils to compete with each other and carry out risky and dangerous experiments. Through these experiments, he hopes to overcome his limitations to learning magic, and has no qualms about claiming his apprentice discoveries as his own, silence those who object to his claims. He also became a hoarder of magic items and will actively seek out any artifacts that prove to be powerful. These artifacts help him stay powerful and disguise his inability to learn new spells, hiding his weakness from his apprentices. The result of the drastic experiments conducted by his apprentices destroyed Hazlan which is now a land ravaged by magical chaos. Many still prefer the old version of Aslan, or try to integrate elements from both versions of the characters and domains. In a proposal to use the classic setting and integrate elements proposed in the new book, Aslan's magical devastation could be the result of the magical ritual Haslik planned to perform to destroy all of the Bulan people as his great act of revenge. The city of Ramulai, raised from the mountains by magic, has its streets and stone construction in the form of mystical symbols, which would serve to drain the energy from the entire city and feed the power of this ritual. Perhaps this ritual was to water or sabotage at its culminating moment and the destructive mystical energies forever corrupted the magic in Hazlan. How would Hazlan's rigid social structure react to this arcane disaster? Would the Iron Church of the Law Giver 
and its persecution of magic users, gain traction in its preaching? Would the subjugated Rashemi rise up against the Mulan ruling caste? Perhaps the ruins of Aslan's ancient civilizations hold the secrets to unlocking or resolving this arcane devastation. On the other hand, Aslan's new proposal could also benefit greatly from the intrigues and plot points of the classic setting, which had more richly detailed cities, characters, and a darker and more macabre background for the dungeon master. And you, what do you think of the new version of Haslan from Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft? Do you intend to use elements from which of these versions in your narratives and games? Join us, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications, and in the next video we will resume our journey through the mists, following our destiny to the alien lands of Bloodspore.